What is going on? What is going on? Welcome back to the JJL Sports Talk. Like Gene says, the Jordan, the JJL experience. Uh, welcome, welcome, to, welcome to my world. Welcome, welcome to me and Kyle's world. Um, can you hear me loud and clear, Kyle? How you doing, boss? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Um, All right, I, 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 I know the last time it was bad. I was like 14 minutes in. I was talking. No one can hear me, no. but. Uh, you, you make good. sure. All right, all right. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, how you how you been, man? Um, hope all is well with you. How's everything going? Yeah, I mean, I I got nothing to complain about. Um, you know, a couple of my teams aren't necessarily doing the best right now, but uh, I'm just enjoying all the sports that's going on. So um, I'm I'm good. Hopefully you're good as well. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Um, I mean, obviously, we're going to get into some NFL talk, obviously, the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of like in full swing with this, uh, with the uh, second round of NBA playoffs. Yep. Um, you can go like the Lakers and uh, Warriors tonight. It's going to be a wonderful, good series. I hope, so. I hope it's going to be a jam-packed game one. Um, you know, you got the stars out on the stage. Uh, Curry, Clay, uh, Wiggins, Draymond. Um, I think this is the first time in like what four years that LeBron, because well, did just LeBron himself has met with like Draymond and the Warriors back in like 2016. That's like the last time they met the Warriors. Um, I believe yeah, so. Cool. Um, I know. I know. Obviously, it's a new team, um, new looking team with the Lakers. Obviously, new team with the with the Warriors too. I mean, still got the Curry, Clay, and Draymond, but we got like you know, uh, Kaminga in the mix, uh, Jordan Poole in the mix. Um, but yeah, but uh, we'll, like we'll say that for the second half of the show. Um, I know I, I am so happy because uh, I, I went. I was on the cruise. Um, there was news that we signed Odell Beckham for like a one year for like 15 million, um, kind of like a prove it deal, kind of like a. It, 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 I think even though it's a lot of money, um, you know, people have kind of written off Odell Beckham, I would say, because like with injury prone, like him not staying healthy for a full year. Um, so I think this is like a like a prove it kind of kind of deal for for Odell. And obviously, you asked me on how I'm doing. I'm feeling good. A five-year extension with Lamar Jackson, um, and I mean we'll get into that later on the Big Three show. Like uh, you brought up a good topic about um, the Jalen Hurst deal because we all know that Lamar and you know the Ravens were in a standstill with contract negotiations. We didn't know what was offered, like one thirty-three over three years, one like two trillion, two trillion dollars over ten years. We don't know what we don't know what the money was uh, was offered. Um, but it was a long way to stand still. Um, and, uh, yeah, like let, let's got dive right into that before we get into the draft. Cause obviously that was the, the big draft day news before the draft started. Um, kind of like that. Cause it kind of, the deal kind of happened right before the draft at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, um, just tell me, man, like, how do you think that, that, I mean, obviously you have to get credit where credit is due. Uh, Lamar doesn't have an agent and he got his deal. Um, obviously he hurt the deal got his. Hurst got his deal first, um, but we all said that he, you know, he's he's earned his money um, as well, like Asian Asian list. So we got to you know tip the hat off. Maybe he can set the precedent mark for you know other QBs that don't have a have an agent. Um, 
So yeah, just you know, talk to me what, what you're going through with that, and you know, do you see I Lamar? I don't, I don't know if he necessarily sets the mark because kind of like the question I said, it almost seems like because Hertz got his money, it gave Baltimore a better idea maybe of what it would take to get Lamar in there because, you know, the early part of the process, it was all about Lamar wants guaranteed money. Well, fully guaranteed. So Baltimore seeing that Jalen Hurts didn't get fully guaranteed, they were probably like, hey, Lamar, we'll give you, you know, Jalen Hurts got this, we'll give you, I don't know, what was it, like a million more? Take it or leave it. Does that satisfy you? And he was like, cool. So I, I still don't know if the agentless way is the way to go. But I'm also not going to knock him for not having one because that's your decision. You know, if, if you feel like you can represent yourself or I guess he has his mom as well. Like if you feel like that's the representation that you need, then fine. You know, do it your way. I do wonder, you know, why it did take so long. And I think because of that, the Jalen Hurts thing had to be some type of effect on negotiations because if these are the numbers that Baltimore was okay with going with, they could have did this months ago. Could have ended all this. Maybe they would have been more active in free agency. I don't know. But it definitely seems like, you know, both of them were kind of playing chicken with each other to see who could call whose bluff first. And you got to say, I guess ultimately Lamar wins in all this if he's getting more guaranteed money than the original offer from Baltimore. And for Baltimore, I mean, they, they get a guy who did win an MVP with them. I'd have to believe they're happy to have him back. Otherwise they wouldn't have made the new offer to him. Now with that kind of money though, it's going to come with the pressure with it with, yeah, you have an MVP. That's cool. But one, he's probably going to have to win another MVP within these five years. He's definitely going to which, I mean, which I think he can, he can do. I mean, it's if it's, it's a chance, it's, 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 it's yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely hard. But obviously, he has a key to. I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm saying like he, he right. it definitely, it definitely is possible. I, I know it's right. hard. Yes. Um, and, and like you know, but with this whole uh, AFC stack, you know, now Aaron Rodgers in the mix, exactly in the AFC. Yeah, but he's also got to do better than the one playoff win. He's probably mm-hmm. got to make an AFC title game. He's probably got to make a Super Bowl. For, you know, all the talk about betting on yourself and then getting the money. Now we got to see results from it. If five years down the line, we're talking about Lamar Jackson as injury prone or, you know, coming up small in the playoffs and stuff. It'll be looked back on as maybe a missed opportunity from Baltimore to get a guy who might have been in a better, better situation for them. Or, I don't know. There's a lot of ways that this story can now go now that we understand Baltimore and Lamar are 
together for the next five years. They've drafted a wide receiver for him. You know, that's been the the, the complaint over the past couple of years. He doesn't have the weapons. Well, you got Odell for a year. They brought in Zay Flowers. Make it happen now. Right. Um, and like, and I, and I think that, you know, with Lamar's contract, obviously it helps him and also helps the team because like, obviously we can, that deal is off the table and we can have at least more money to like, you know, get better pieces, maybe, a, maybe a, another cornerback to fill Chuck Clark's role. Maybe, we could, maybe we can like trade away Duvernay or I know we didn't pick up uh, Patrick Queen's option. So we probably can get a linebacker or maybe it's like a prove it deal for Queen. Um, so I mean, obviously, with a, a, a you want your QB in the in the room, and I think it's a. a I mean, I, my people are saying like on Twitter, and people are, they're, they're saying it's like a Ravens were desperate because obviously Burroughs was next in line or Herbert was next in line to get his next deal, but obviously, obviously they had agents. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they both had agents. I don't think that would, makes a difference, but um, like the, the Ravens knew that once Herbert got his deal. Mm-hmm. It's either gonna be it's either gonna be Lamar's gonna get his deal first and then Hurts, or Hurts gonna get his deal then Lamar, and then Dom's gonna fall with Corbett, Burroughs, Herbert, who else? Lawrence, Pop- well, he's a selling rookie deal still, kind of. I think, but yes. um, I think we have a, we can feel a little bit more better as Ravens fans, being we have a little more leeway with like roster moves. Um, obviously, I don't think we're done yet as far as like free agency. When we might get, you know, maybe trade away like. Uh, James Prochet and get another receiver to, you know, fill that role or Duvernay or keep him as a special teams guy, you know, for, so there's a lot of leeway we can do that. And also I think that it works out with us is because not, not, not just for Lamar and his family, just for Ravens organization too, because obviously with a QB, like, like I'm pretty sure you want Matt Jones to be, say, uh, well, you have a new officer coordinator, right? And Matt Patricia? Oh, Bill O'Brien. Or, oh, Bill O'Brien. So, I'm pretty sure you want Mac Jones to be like in the building for OTAs, and so he can get like accustomed to the new receivers. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so that's good that we have Munkin, um, so he can get in to the room with him early, or maybe work with some of the quarter or like he was out in Florida. I know last year uh, him and Bateman worked out in Florida, like threw it together, threw the ball. So maybe they'll get, you know, maybe Odell and Lamar will probably, you know, get together or. But it's good to have LeBron signed so you can have – it's better to not have him sign and walk in training training camp unsigned and then have him sign and then, you know, kind of like under contract where he can, like, you know, have that. Because you want to be – you want to have your off the corner and your quarterback on the same page um, on time. So it's rather than – I mean, obviously, Munkin in the interview when because it's funny I bring that up because a reporter asked him that in the in, – his introductory press conference, he was like, oh, do you have any worries about Lamar being, like, missing action or week one or week two? He, he, he basically said, like, that's any quarterback that you have in the room that's, like, you know, that's a veteran quarterback or your star quarterback. Like, if he missed a couple – yeah, he's going to be behind, but he has to get accustomed to, like, the playbook. But now since he's he signed, got his deal, he should report on time to OTAs. People were saying he's going to sit out and – Wait for a contract, do like the Aaron Rodgers route, like not play or not. But the deal got done. Um, yeah, I wanted as a Ravens fan, I wanted the deal to get done beforehand, maybe like after his MVP year, like everyone else wanted to. Um, but 
Um, the Ravens, like like I, I don't I, well. I called it in the sense that the Ravens played the ball right because they knew that once they slept up, like you can really write a whole book on this because the whole like all season book because like obviously they slapped the tag on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the franchise, the on it, the, um, the uh, non-exclusive franchise tag, thirty-two million under under the cap. Mm-hmm. He went on Twitter said that he made a trade request to the Ravens. So I'm assuming any any dropped the the bomb like right like when uh Harbaugh was going to do his like his his like uh owners meetings, like press conference meeting. Um so I'm pretty sure that like maybe he was kind of serious about leaving the team, but then I think this was a kind of push the the needle of contract talks maybe to get them like the ball rolling. Um obviously they they got Odell yeah, obviously, yeah, he's injury prone, but I, obviously, I want to see him, you know, do good. I mean, I want to see him be like the, you know, the post or the pre-injury Odell. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, he might get revenge on any of the Browns. I mean, I don't think they did him wrong, but um, do a whole Baker Mayfield situation. Yeah. Um, I guess. But I mean, I guess you could agree with me that you know you, you rather have the QB QB one in the room, um, you know. Yeah. Day one, OTAs, mm-hmm. mandatory mini camp, training camp. Um, because, like you said, you mentioned a lot of new players. I mean, Zay Flowers. Um, we got unsigned or undrafted receiver Demarius uh, Jr. Um, he's from Maryland. They said he might make the roster. Um, he's a tall, big body receiver, like six two, six three. Um, we got Odell Beckham. Um, so. There's, there's there's some new heads in the room. So obviously got Mark Andrews, the tight end number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited to see this offense. Uh, and I'm not trying to be biased. I'm trying to be a real NFL fan. Like I want to see because uh, Monkin kind of led that Georgia offense with Stetson Bennett and, and the, that Georgia that, that Georgia team. Um, so he's a kind of like their pro style, like that that the Ravens are in. I'm well. I'm I don't know. I feel like Georgia offenses are built off of running backs. I, I mean, we got Dalvin. I, I, would, mean, I got... wouldn't really say Stetson Bennett was like a star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that, like, the way he operated, like, the, he puts the right people in right position, I guess. Like, he uses oh, his, like, that's tight ends. That's easy to do with Georgia when you get nothing but five-star recruits. Well, I'm saying it's going to be more easy. Anybody can do like... that. The, oh, yeah. the, the question is going to be, does his talent translate to well, NFL personnel. Well, like, he, well, he was in NFL with the Browns. That, that was a while ago. I mean, still, but he still, still, still had the NFL experience. I mean, I'd have to see. Just how like Brian, uh, just like Brian, um, Brian, uh, not how say Dable, uh, Brill Brian. He was in the in, in, in NFL at one point, and then he went to college, and he's back yeah. in the NFL. So it's like, yeah, I mean, Bill O'Brien had Deshaun Watson, and his offenses were pretty lethal. I, I I can't remember Monken and Cleveland what their offense looked like. Oh, he uh, helped Baker Mayfield pass it to like three thousand yards. Um, I mean, three thousand yards today is nothing. You got to be five thousand, six thousand. Well, I'm saying in that time he was a coach, like or the coordinator. He was like that. He kind of helped Baker Mayfield have that, like that, that one, that one good year. But I mean, obviously, like it, Lamar's in the building. Um, we got Odell. I mean, obviously. He worked with Odell before in the Browns, so they got the chemistry there. 
and Zay Flowers. I mean, I I mean, there. But I guess the point is, is new faces. It's good to have have your have your QB one uh, in in the building. Uh. Yeah. But um, yeah. Let's let's talk about the draft, man. So I know. I mean, a lot of people have have been talking about you know. Pick one through ten. You know, obviously Bryce Young went number one. Stroud went number two. They uh, Texans had the 12, 13 pick traded back up into the draft. Got Will Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. The Colts got. Well, so who was who, who was picked third? Was that Will Anderson? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, a lot of people have been talking about uh, Anthony Richardson at number four to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, who was your like what pick did you like and what pick did you not like and what pick do you think that or what team do you think what team do you think benefited from a pick you know from in a in a good way I think hmm, I think the Eagles definitely benefited with Carter at 10 Georgia, I mean Philadelphia Eagles, I mean Philadelphia Bulldogs, like <laughs> they're all for the Bulldogs, mean, man. Most that's where most teams are picking. Like you pick Georgia guys, you pick Alabama guys, you pick yeah, teams Ohio that do State, well. maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I like that pick for them, which kind of connects to the pick I don't necessarily like. I did not like Bijan Robinson to the Falcons. I thought the Falcons were going to take Carter. He played at UGA, and from being down here, like UGA football is life down here. So I thought they were going to take that opportunity. You get a guy in the D-line, you know, Grady Jarrett's getting up there in age. They brought in Calais Campbell, but Calais Campbell's up there in age. Why not bring in Jalen Carter to to learn from those two? They, They passed on him. The Jameer Gibbs pick to the Lions made me scratch my head a little bit. But, you know, they they heard that the Patriots were in on him. The Patriots picked at 14. They jumped up to 12 to take him. If that's what their intel told them, I guess I can't necessarily be upset by that. I do think it's kind of high to take a running back. But Jameer Gibbs is a really good one. So, you know, maybe that works out for Detroit. Uh, I mean, I did think it was interesting the run on wide receivers after nobody took one for a while. And then it was what, like the Chargers, Ravens, Vikings all took one right after each other. I thought it was interesting that Addison was like the last in the group where Flowers went before him, JSN went before him. I think Johnston went before him or right after him, but whatever. So I do think I do like that pick from Minnesota. I like pairing Addison with Jefferson. You know, um, you know, obviously I, I like my team taking Gonzalez. Cornerback was a position of need. I liked Witherspoon a lot. He went a little earlier, but the fact that they were able to get um Gonzalez, after trading back a couple of picks, I really like that. I like what Houston did. Now, if you're going to tell me Houston is going to be maybe a fringe playoff team next year, then I think the move up makes sense. If they aren't, 
then you're going to look back at the move and say, was it worth it? Because they had to give up their first and third next year. So if they're bad next year, have a top pick, they don't, they won't have it because it'll be the Cardinals pick now. It'd be a missed opportunity for them to get another guy to put into the, you know, on that team to help improve it. So D'Amico Ryans in Houston, they have to feel like with CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, that they can compete in that division this year, which ultimately probably they can because the Colts will be trying out Richardson, what that's going to look like. He, um, Tennessee, they will Levis. Will he be the starter? Will they? It's like a, it's like a, rookie, it's like a rookie division, <laughs> right? So if Houston's looking at it like, why can't we win it? Then I'm fine with them moving back up to three and taking and being <clears> aggressive, <throat> getting what most people say is the best defensive play in the draft to go along with their new quarterback. I, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other picks we'll probably talk about, but that's kind of my at least at the first round, those are the picks that really caught my attention. Even Nolan Smith, once again, to the Eagles, you know, he was a Georgia guy who I thought was going to go way before pick 30, but because of the way the draft went and some decisions that a couple of teams made, he was available to them. So I definitely like what Philly did in the first round. You know, you know, the Jets taking Will Anderson, questionable, but I mean, that's what the draft is. You know, some of the picks that we're saying is questionable could turn out to be the best picks in a couple of years. And some of the can't-miss guys that we feel like went to good situations, maybe they don't pan out. So we'll know more about it in like three or four years, but initially that's that's kind of what I, I kind of like. The Eagles, like what the Patriots did, like what Houston did, wait and see on the Falcons and Lions picks. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, this draft was like, I mean, other than like Bryce Young going number one, and I, I, mean, I thought Will Levis was going to go number or you're either in the top, not five, but like top ten, possibly because he was kind of. Like I never was, bought into that. I I think the way that he fell, yes, it was probably uncomfortable for him sitting there. And the way ESPN was just showing off. showing him so many times, it's like well, thinking that he make it. <clears throat> but he had to know being invited to the draft. That's something that could possibly happen. I think Keon White did the same thing with the Patriots got in the second round. He was there night one. He didn't get picked. He went home. <coughs> then heard he got picked. Mm-hmm. Which the same thing Will Levis did. You know, maybe for Levis, him moving down to the second round takes some pressure off of him so that when he gets his opportunity with Tennessee, you know, the fans aren't putting too much on him right away. They'll be able to be patient with him. Maybe he benefits from that. Maybe puts a chip on his shoulder because he didn't go in the first round. We've yeah. seen that happen with some guys where they outperform their draft position. You know, that's what Tennessee's got to be hoping for right now. Yeah, I mean, I like you said, like, I mean, um, <clears throat> I think that I think the best, I mean, the Tennessee might got to deal with what we'll, we'll love because, like, I mean, obviously they don't know a question mark around Tannehill. Um, apparently, according to Jory, because he's a Tennessee fan, they don't have any faith in Will Le- or um, uh, Malik Willis. I don't know why. I mean, I think. I mean, I, I mean, I, why? I do know I why. Saw, I, I did not like what I saw from him. I well, I think he's probably in a well, rich type of position. He, 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 I think he, he needs more years. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not really giving yeah. him a chance, I guess. Uh, that's kind of fair because, like, obviously he got thrown into the fire when because of Tannehill got hurt. Yeah. So he had, and then they had what Joshua Dobbs playing. So, yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, like, I think they, he, he can, he reminds me of like a, uh, like the athletic ability of Lamar because he can run. I mean, and, but his, his little bit more accurate right now, accurate throw than Lamar a little bit. I, I don't know. That's kind of like I say Lamar is a little more accurate, but it's kind of like kind of close. Um, but I mean, I think that, like you said, I think he's a, Wait, a couple a little more accurate than who? Lamar, and for in terms of accuracy, like throwing the ball. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. And who are you comparing him to? Lamar versus who? Uh, Malik Willis from the Titans. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Lamar's way more accurate than he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't so, say it's like. He's a little more. No, Lamar's way more accurate than Malik Willis, but yeah, but I think that like, like it's not. Said, like, I just think he, he just needs more time. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, but I think that um, and plus with the customer about Derrick Henry, I don't, I don't know if he's coming back. Um, I know he's injury prone too. Like he with that foot injury, like he, it's kind of lingering. Um, but I'm surprised that. Right, right, and I'm surprised that. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Did Tennessee have a first round pick? Tennessee got a comment in the. I think yes, didn't they? I'm trying to think who they took though. Brett Garden three said better challenge name player that are less accurate than Malik Willis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Malik Willis. From what I saw last year, it just looked like a guy who's not ready for NFL speed yet. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, because of their quarterback situation, it, it, I, I mean, I, I don't know if Vrabel wanted to play him last year, but out of necessity, he kind of had to turn to him. And now they understand he's not the guy maybe they thought he was or he's not as prepared as they thought he was. So now you put him in a room with Levis. Because Tannehill, Tannehill's going to be gone at some point. You know, mm-hmm. he's not getting another contract with Tennessee. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be like, do we go forward with Willis or Levis? And whoever they pick, they probably trade the other guy away in a couple of years. Yeah, I do agree on that. Um, I mean, I think Jory, I mean, I, I appreciate you for the subscription to the channel. I think she's tuning in, I think. Uh, if you're in here, uh, Jory, if you're listening, tuning in. Uh, um, if you're tuning in, um, please give your input on the, on the Titans. Um, you know, I know you're a Titans fan. Uh, so give me your input. Like, I don't know what pick they had, like first pick, but they could have went with, could have went with a receiver. Um, I know they need a quarterback cause I know they're, they're kind of quarterback room. kind of comfortable right now with Tannehill. And then they got Dobbs, I think still on the roster and then Willis and then they got Levis now. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of off season or training camp competition for who's going to be starting role. Oh, they had number eleven. Number eleven. So I'm, I'm, they, there they was Skaronsky. Skaronsky. What position did he play? He's a tackle, which made sense. I mean, I mean, they need every hole to be filled. But I mean, I yeah. feel like, like, I don't know any. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to be like sound funny, but I don't, I don't know anybody in that receiving room um, right now. Like, I don't know anybody that they have. Traylon Burks. They have who? Traylon <laughs> Burks. Sorry. Westbrook. Uh, I mean, yeah. Name, but... How do you pronounce it? Yeah. My point. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't. Well, I, I could don't... also say maybe those guys aren't household names because of the quarterback position. Tannehill's taking a step back. And, you know, like Brett said, Malik Willis wasn't accurate. So mm-hmm. those guys weren't going to look good with him either. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily write off the wide receiver room. Looking at it now, yes, they probably could use an upgrade there. I mean, their best tight end ever, not, not tight end, their best wide receiver was A.J. Brown, and he got shipped to the Eagles. I mean, but, you know, and Corey Davis. I mean, they were, you know, that was possibly, right. potentially, that the next, if they all stayed healthy and everything, they, that could have been that, that 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 good duo for Titans. But, obviously, A.J. Brown wanted, like, like a better situation. And Corey Davis, well, I think, I mean, A.J. Brown was kind of injury-prone, too. He was. I mean, uh, so I'm not mad if Tennessee moved on from him, but um, – Tennessee's in a weird position, though, because they are. They are with with Derrick Henry and all that. They were like, you know, we'll take a chance. Maybe we make a surprise run in the playoffs. Hasn't really happened. They've used so much of Derrick Henry that they have to seriously think about, you know, even if even if they bring him back, like, how's he going to look? Can can his body hold up to an NFL season anymore? If not. Maybe there's some value out there. You move them. You get, you know, future picks or whatever. You, you're not necessarily tearing it from the ground up. Maybe they're trying to retool in the middle of it, which is always a, a scary situation to be in because some teams that try to reload probably should rebuild, but don't want to necessarily tell their fans that they are rebuilding. So. I, I don't know. Tennessee's in a, and with that division, like you don't want to necessarily rebuild if you have a chance to win the division. Right. So, I don't know. It's Yeah, they're kind of like in a, like you said, they're in a tough, like tough, uh, they're in a pickle right now because obviously like you, it's kind of like, you know, we, we probably, I mean, we're probably going to start for the Colts. Possibly. Um, you have Will Levis probably. There's possibly. no possibly there. You take uh, he four, he better start. I think, I think Ursay said he's going to start. I mean, if you take a guy fourth overall, he better be starter. your day one starter. So, I mean, you got – well, who is it? So, it's, it's the Colts, it's the Tennessee, Texans. Jaguars. And the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So, Jaguars I mean, will be the favorite. Jaguars will be the favorite. Yeah. I would say don't sleep on Houston. I mean, I – They need yeah. some receivers, man. Maybe like one receiver or two. That's another situation, though. You tell me what your receivers would look like with Davis Mills quarterback. at quarterback. That's true. I mean, unless you have Randy Moss, Justin Jefferson, I, I don't know what it would look like. So at least with uh, C.J. Stroud, maybe the wide receivers don't look as bad as we think they are right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody on the, in the receiving courts for – I knew Brandon Cooks, and he's out. He's literally the only guy I knew because he's bounced around probably way too many times for a guy as talented as he is. But he got but out. But I mean, I do, I do, I, I do have faith in um um in in Danico Ryan. I think he's gonna turn that team around. Mm-hmm. Um, like what he did with San Francisco, like on the defense side of the ball, the defense defensive coach. Um, he, he he's around good people. <laughs> It reminds me of like a Mike Brown, NBA Mike Brown, you know. He was on that Steve Kerr coaching tree, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, the Kings were kind of a bad team. And then all of a sudden, Mikey Brown came in a coach, came as a coach. Um, and, you know, he kind of like took what he learned from Steve Kerr and kind of like sprinkled on his, his talent onto um, the Kings, you know, with mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox. And at one time he had uh, Buddy Hill, but now he's on the Indiana, but it's a bonus. And um, Harrison Barnes, obviously a former teammate of on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happened with, with D'Amico Ryans. He can, you know, learn from Shanahan and working with uh, like, you know, Nick Boza and, um, you know, uh, Wagner um, and um, these other great players. He can spread his knowledge, what he learned from Shanahan. And, then, and that's a wonderful coaching tree to come from. Like, that's like the perfect apple to fall from, um, from that tree because, you know, uh, like people respect Shanahan and what he's done with the 49ers. So, um, obviously, another and 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 I applaud another African American. Uh, I'm being serious. Another African American mm-hmm. coach get another opportunity. I know I hate how they did it, how they did Lovey Smith, um, but but we all knew that 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 wasn't probably going to last. Not the long term. But um, who knows? It could be a, it, it, it could be a good marriage with us, Stevie Stroud and Demiago Ryan. They can be a good fit. I might think that you know it would be it'd be a perfect glove. Um, so, I will say. Mm-hmm. Their wide receiver room actually is not as bad as I thought. Really? Well, I named the player. They have John Mechie. Oh, Mechie. Alabama oh, wow. guy. Okay. Uh, well, like, wasn't he injury Woods. prone? Or... Did he come from injury or ACL or something like that? Mechie? I think so, yeah. They got, uh, like I said, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. You know, he's when he's on the field, he, he's pretty good. They drafted Tank Dell. They drafted Xavier Hutchinson. They have Amari Rodgers, who I don't know why that didn't work with Aaron Rodgers. I love Amari Rodgers coming out of Clemson. Um, They have what, tight end? They got Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I'm I'm actually... It's not a bad bad situation for CJ Stroud to go into. Yeah, I mean, I think that will... It, it's kind of crazy because like, I think two weeks before the draft or like a week and a half before the draft, the Texans were, they said they were out of a quarterback, but I think that was a smoke Never screen. Yeah. Um, Never bought that. <laughs> Kyle was like, I ain't face. I mean, they're going to pick a quarterback. <laughs> they had two and 12. Yeah. It made way too much right, sense right. that one of those picks wasn't going to be a quarterback. They just kind of like said it to say it. Um, yeah. You know, they, they probably but, wanted to turn into, um, it was probably to save from that story about Lovey Smith winning the last game, costing the first pick. So because Carolina had the number one pick, we knew Carolina was going to take a quarterback. You know, Houston's probably going to be like, yeah, we, you know, we have the number two pick. We're, we don't have to take a quarterback. We could go defense at two and then 12, kind of see what's there. Where most people who looked at it was like, if you have the number two pick in this quarterback class, the quarterback that you have in Davis Mills, you're clearly going to take one of these guys. They weren't fooling me. You know, some Texans fans might have been shocked by that, but I knew they were taking somebody. Right, and right. Not, 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 not mad at them for taking CJ Stroud. Um, so I guess the answer to my own question, since you answered the kind of the second question for the NFL, um, for the draft, like, um, for the first round, um, I like the, uh, for the first round, what I like, um, I like because I 
I was going to answer the question about, well, obviously there's, I'm, I'm basically stealing your, the recipe from the Tonight Show, kind of like, they're kind of the same questions I have from, for, mm-hmm. um, so I guess the, the first, like, that's not my team. The draft that I, they picked that I like for, um, was probably, I like what, I like what the Eagles did, um, in the first round with getting, uh, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Um, I mean, they. I mean, they're 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 grown men, but they mm-hmm. have years to come to like even be even greater, like to like establish themselves. Um, great mm-hmm. defensive players. Um, I thought Jalen Carter was going to slide because of what happened with you know the whole accident and the whole like he kind of like. Um, because he was high on the boards before all that happened. He was the best, probably the best, um, next to Nolan Smith, probably one of the best defensive ends or, you know, defensive player in the draft. Then the whole accident happened. Um, and then there was a clip on Twitter and ESPN and other social media outlets saying that, I mean, he was at the, his um, his um, his uh, pro day, like kind of looking slow and sluggish. So I thought he was going to fall for that. Because um, you, you obviously want to be fit and ready to like do those drills. So I thought he was going to slide down the draft boards, but I mean, the Eagles, I mean, we can all say the Eagles won the, won the drafts. Um, what a great pick for them. Uh, and then they got, well, I guess we can go to the second round. They got Kelly Ringo. Um, I thought he was going to slide to us in the second round or third round. Um, Cause then, but, but we picked Trenton Simpson, uh, which we'll get into mm-hmm. in the second round. But um um, like, cause, cause I'll say, I'll say in the chat, like, please drive from Ringo, like for the Ravens, please, please, because I thought he was gonna go earlier than like the second round because the way he, he came from Georgia, you know what I'm saying? So he um, he started dropping after. I I feel like he was a guy who most people thought was gonna drop to the second round because I don't think he had as strong of a year this past year than the year before, and. I mean, I think he's still going to be a really good player. It's yeah. just that, and he's on a good team. Though, I, so I, like, I, I, yeah, I think he, I think he, kind he of can learn from Slay and like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess the, I guess I would say my worst pick, or like the best fit, like I said on the money on the money show, was probably Stetson Bennett to the Rams. I think that's the only good fit because, like, obviously, um, people were, people weren't really high on Bennett. Um, you know he's gonna slide late rounds anyway, but the, with the Rams, he's like, like that's huh? that's a more. Oh, I thought he's twenty. He's like, I thought he's twenty. I know he's only like I think he's like twenty. But he's old. I know he's old. Yeah, he's old. But that's old for a quarterback. So I think that's working against him. So is he still? Sure. Is it, so that's weird. Is he is he still considered a rookie? Even yeah. at twenty eight, <laughs> he's like a super super senior. <laughs> Or super, super, I mean, super well, I, I'm, I'm assuming he had like two, three redshirt years at Georgia or something. Well, half of that was due to COVID, right? Was that a big part of it? Because he, they had that COVID year that was kind of part of this college collegiate, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of guys Elib- got an Elib- eligibility because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So, so I guess that plays part. Of it. But I mean, I think that's a good fit for the Rams because, like, like I said on the Monday show, that like uh, 
Matt Stafford's like a, a pick or or hit away from you know in his career ending or I wouldn't say that but like his, like the doctor said that you know it's if it's, it's up to you to play play football it's up to you um like the thing his final injury um mm-hmm. but I mean now we got another uh Paolo Pergani was like a 35 year old rookie <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I remember uh, that. Yes. Brett with the uh Brett with the comments. Um, yeah, Pablo uh, Prigioni was like a 35-year-old rookie in the NBA. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that it's the right fit because obviously, um, like, obviously both Georgia quarterbacks, uh, Stafford played in Georgia, and then Cesar Bennett kind of led his team to the national championship. Um, so they got they kind of had those ties, and what a way to work. I mean, what a QB, or what a coach to work with than other than Sean McVay. Um, obviously, they're a year from, or when I say depending how committed he is to, because he almost left this off season. Yeah, I'm, true. I'm still watching McVay to see if he's really closely. committed to the Rams or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that, like, I mean, he, he even if like Matt Stafford is an injury from in his career, he'll still learn from Matthew Stafford. Um, and like I said, I'm rejecting the Rams to obviously start Stafford, you know, depending on how he does and if he gets hurt, mm-hmm. and then maybe Stetson Bennett can come in. Um, obviously, I don't know who other QBs in that room. I know Mayfield was uh, on Buccaneers now, so I know that, um, that is just right now is just Matthew Stafford and Bennett now, um, in that room. So, uh, obviously, they got. Still got one of the what top ten receivers in Cooper Cup, but I know he's injury prone now. Um, so but I mean obviously he has a full he had a full all season to get get to get recovered um in the Cooper Cup. So I mean he has the weapons, I would say. Uh you still got Cam Akers. I mean he's kinda eh, he he fumbled the ball a little bit here and there. Um but hey, I think they won their trade for their team. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna do they won the draft, but they won mm-hmm. kind of like that for now. I guess we'll see. But, but like you said, before we even talk about this, you said that like we don't know, like these players that we're saying question marks on, they could be studs, you know, in the league five years down the road. Like, you don't know. I get obviously, he's been his 28, 26, but maybe he can do good for the Rams when he gets the opportunity, you know? So I'm not saying he could or he will, but it, there's, a, there's a chance um, that any of these there's, – there's players that they can fly and not do good, you know? They can be this – what? Um, hey, worst case, Stetson Bennett's in the XFL or USFL in a couple of years. Yeah. It's um, a living. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, for sure. But – um. But I guess we can go on to the next, to the next question. Um, like, who is, I guess, talk about your team, uh, the Patriots. Uh, talk about, like, what your team did in the draft and how you – what do you think about your draft picks? Uh, like I said, I, I love the Gonzalez pick. I think mm-hmm. with the McCourty retirement, I think Jalen Mills will probably factor into the safety room a little bit more this year. You know, Gonzalez is a guy who I think is like 6'2", he's fast, real instinctual. 
I think Belichick's going to love him on defense. We'll have to see how long it takes for him to get into the starting lineup. The Keon White pick is intriguing to me because he's a guy who was a tight end to start his college career, then made the transition to defensive end. And the fact that he did that and was taken as a high second round pick shows that there's a lot of progress that's been made there. It makes you wonder how much more progress can he make? Maybe he becomes a really good D end in, in the NFL. Um, I liked the wide receiver picks late Butte and Demario Douglas. Probably, probably see more from maybe Butte this year. I think Douglas could be a special teams guy this year maybe grow into a bigger role next year. Or Bill O'Brien might use Douglas the way they kind of used Marcus Jones last year as a gadget guy, because I think they want Marcus Jones to be a cornerback this year. Uh, I like the fact that they took a kicker and a punter. First team since the Raiders when the Raiders took uh, Shane Leckler and Janikowski. Both were positions of need. You know, Nick Folk is getting up there in age. They bring in Chad Ryland, who's uh, Maryland, Maryland guy. So, you know, kicking in the Big Ten, he's kicked in elements. So when he kicks in New England, shouldn't be a bigger issue. They got Barringer as their punter, who's a guy who just has a big leg. Love that. Kind of goes against maybe Belichick's normal way of drafting punters, but I'm fine with that. I also love the fact that, I mean – you know, Deion Sanders talked about it. The Patriots were the only team to take an HBCU kid, which Deion was upset by that the Patriots are the only one to do it. You know, he might, he probably won't make the team, but at least he's getting the opportunity to go to like a training camp, pick up on some things, and maybe he can latch on somewhere else. And what I'm position just saying, was he? huh? Uh, what position was he? Um... He's a cornerback. But I think okay. he could play safety in the NFL because of his size. Uh, he okay. could be a special teams guy as well. And then I like the fact that they got Malik Cunningham as an undrafted free agent. And Cunningham said, he's right? open. Well, Cunningham said he's open to a position change, which I thought was interesting because a lot of guys don't necessarily want to change their position, but he said he's willing to do it. Quarterback and to what? A receiver? It's been done. I mean, Logan Thomas was a quarterback at Virginia Tech. He's a tight end in Washington. Now, Logan Thomas was wow. a bigger guy. Uh, Julian Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State. Became a wide receiver for the Patriots. So it's been done before. I think with Cunningham's size, he could probably be a wide receiver. Like how tall is he? He's pretty tall quarterback. I think Cunningham's like <clears throat> six three. I think. Six three, yeah. I think so, Lamar was pretty pretty happy because um obviously he went to Louisville, mm-hmm. and so he was pretty happy about that pick that the Patriots got. Yeah, and you know if he becomes a slot wide receiver, fine. Maybe he's like a third down back. Maybe he. I mean, Brett would know this player. Maybe he's like a Ty Montgomery, where he could play a little yeah, he slot. For the yeah, yeah. Ty Montgomery. He did. I think he was a running back, right? He's like a running back slash wide receiver. Yeah, I think he did. I don't like the Cordero Patterson mold. I I think Cunningham could be one of those guys who 
You could line up in the backfield. Yep. He played with uh, he played with the Packers, right? Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. definitely played like I think one year, two. He might have. I I I couldn't. He tell he, you. he like yeah. bounced around a lot. Mm-hmm. Ty Montgomery's actually in the Patriots system right now. So oh, wow. who better from Cunningham to learn from than Ty Montgomery himself? I mean, yes, Brett, I, I get it. He may have cost you that game against the Rams, but you do know the man, Ty Montgomery. Um, so maybe Cunningham becomes a Ty Montgomery, Cordero Patterson type, or maybe he, maybe the Patriots get him into camp, see what he can do as a quarterback, and they say maybe there's something there that we can work with. But I, I like a lot of the picks. They took some linemen as well, which I think is thinking more down the line because they have a couple of guys in their offensive line who are kind of on contracts next year. So <coughs> I, I, I like what they did overall. I'd give them probably, you know, B, B minus grade. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, y'all got a uh, – who was your first-round pick? Uh, Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, so I guess for my team, um, the Ravens, I mean, I know we got, I mean, I know I want outside, I, I either wanted JSN, but he fell to the Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. cause this, because like, well, I, I knew a receiver wasn't going was gonna to go like in the first 10, like 10 picks. Cause I knew it was going to be quarterback and like deep defense heavy. Um, but I didn't. So I wanted either Jason, I wanted Zay Flowers, and I wanted Addison uh, for receivers. Um, I wanted Jason because he was a big body receiver. Um, the other two, Addison and um, and Zay, are kind of short, but they still have a lot of talent, and you know they're fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar needs that big body receiver, but um, no, I'm I'm happy with Zay Flowers um, for the first round pick. Um, Obviously, like you said, when we talk about Lamar's contract, that you know, obviously Lamar needs more talent in the receiver room as far as his Mark Andrews. Um, I know Bateman's coming back from you know an injury. I know he was injured after he got drafted. I think he had a current injury, and I think he had like a knee or something or elbow injury or something like that. Bateman, but he'll be back full healthy. Um, so it, do, it does help. Um, you know, Zay Flowers is. I mean, Gene always says that, you know, obviously he come from Boston College, so that team doesn't even get shine like Alabama or like Ohio State or like the Big Ten schools because, mm-hmm. like, they're a small kind of school. Cause, I mean, so. Um, it's, not, but, it's not a small school. It's not small, but it's small as far it's as. It's academic you know, reasons why. Because Boston College, you need. I have to try to remember because I, I once applied to them. I think you have to be like a. 1500 SAT and well it's, it's kind of like Notre Dame Notre Dame has the same issues except Notre Dame is a bigger brand yeah so they get a lot of the players who probably would have gone to BC but they'd rather go to Notre Dame anyway one thing as far as it's like like national or national attention yeah, brand exposure yes yes yeah. BC's that's right small yeah I, yeah um, I, I just wanted to say you know that yeah yeah like BC's, a lot of the issues are academic based and it's hard for them to get top-notch talent there. Yeah. Um, and Zay Flowers, like, and the, he reminds me of, like, a uh, 
He reminds me of like a an unpopular. Uh, I mean, I didn't even make this comparison. I know I did. I said A B yesterday, or like, or like, or like a better polished like Hollywood Brown, because I know they're about the same height, but um, I think mm-hmm. Zay Flowers has a better like run run after catch ability. Um, when he, he's out in the open and catches a slant route or like a a go route or a post and or a post hook route. Um, but another comparison I think he reminds me of, or he can be. I'm not sure what his vertical was, but he 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 reminds me of a um, a D hop, you know, as someone who was short. Well, D hop's like six 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 foot, um, but I think Zay Flowers like a, a five eleven, but he he could be like that. The go. Zay Flowers is five eleven. I think not he a is. Chance. I've always thought he was like five eight. Let me see. Is Zay Flowers taller than that? Five ten, really? Okay. He's five ten. I don't know. When when I see him on, hmm, okay. When I saw him yeah. at BC, I always thought he was like five eight. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so like he uh, reminds me he could be. Uh, I'm saying his his run out his run out there catchability could be like a. Because he has top notch speed, he, mm-hmm. he ran like a what a four uh, a four five or a four three. That's what Gene said. I think he ran like four four or something. What was I'm gonna look up his um Zay Flowers uh forty yard dash. Uh four four uh a four four two. Yeah. So that's kind of um so he has a run after catchability of a Tyreek Hill, and he had the hands of like a D hop. Um, and I think his floor, his ceiling would be like, because I don't know, I'm not sure. And but I think his floor could be like a D hop, kind of like that. Definitely a better route runner than Hollywood Brown was. Um, because I saw highlights where he can go get it. Um, go go get the ball. The only thing with the D hop is D hop is more outside the numbers, whereas I think Jay Flowers will be doing more. And he was between the numbers, and, and and like you said, he's more. Do you have more like a blocking re- blocking receiver, where he can block and get outside, you know, mm-hmm. get 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 open. That that that's why you said Deha will be a good fit for us, because like for now, because like that that's what he can do now. He can block, and he can you know get open in the middle. Um, but I mean they, I mean he, I'm, I wasn't gonna be mad at either Jason, Play uh, Flowers, or Addison. Addison, I know he went to the Vikings, mm-hmm. um. But yeah, that was definitely. I mean, Zay Fox can be the steal of the draft for the Ravens, man. Like he can be because he was better to go higher than twenty two or twenty three, whatever he he went to. I don't um, know about that. I I, I it was I him. It was think, him and Addison, like they were kind of like in that in that in that. I in think that kind of like both that guys kind of went in the area that that they should have probably. Yeah, because I I I feel like early in this process, a lot of people looked at this wide receiver class and was like. You know, say might be in the teams. You know, JSN might be like ten to twelve range. Addison would be shortly after Zay, or however you want to rank those three. So I think they kind of fell where you would have thought. You know, Quentin Johnston's the guy who early in the process was seen as maybe the first guy to be taken, but he fell. 
to the mid range to the mid twenties range. Two, Stephen Diggins. Yeah. yeah, I think it was uh it was Jason first, and then um it was Quentin Johnson to the Chargers. Right, second round pick. So, which I understand that for the Chargers because I mean I thought he was gonna fall to us too, like you know big buy receiver. Um, yeah, but the Chargers are used to that. You know, Mike yeah. Williams, Keenan uh, Allen. Allen, Johnston fits that group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, the first round was definitely a win for us. Um, second round or third round, we have a third round pick, uh, Trenton, Tom, uh, Trenton Simpson. Um, there was talks that Patrick Queen was, you know, kind of – he kind of wiped his Instagram and, you know, he – the other day he um, – they declined his offer. They declined his, his or, or he didn't or they didn't pick it up. Um, his yeah. option. Um, but many people thought that you know that's the reason why they got Simpson, dude from Clemson. Uh, he can play like the he can play Queens position. He can play D back. He can play kind of like a hybrid, kind of like that. He can play like anywhere in, in the middle outside linebacker position. Um, but ED, but EDC said that uh. Uh, Jory, uh, hey Jory, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Jory said that PQ knows he won't be there much longer. Um, so I, she's right. Jory is right. Um, I think that um, this. I think the reason why. I mean, I don't see. I, I don't see the issue with Patrick Queen. He, I, th- I thought he did a good job, like holding down that middle with Raquan. Clearly not. They declined but, the option. Unless um, so, maybe this is like they, a proven they, they deal. Kind of declined it because maybe they think. Queen may price himself out of their range. Yeah. This this could be a trickle effect of Lamar's new deal. That now yeah. they're like, we can't pick up Patrick Queen's option. Or they could just look at Patrick Queen and be like, had a nice run here. You go do you, and we got Trent Simpson, and we'll, you know, fill your role other ways. Or it can be like a prove it deal, like Prove it deal, like you know, play play out the year. If you do good, maybe we'll sign sign you in all things next year, or go another route and have Simpson in that role. Um, mm. You know, kind of kind of kind of breed Simpson and kind of learn because I I think Simpson's ready to play now. Like, I mean, obviously he can learn from Patrick Queen and like you know Raquan Smith and like, I mean, but that it's gonna be scary, man. With Adafi Owe, um, Ojabo coming back real healthy, um, PQ. You know how I feel about the Ravens defense, so I'm I'm not gonna rehash what I say, but be optimistic. I mean, I mean, I mean, wait, wait, I mean, say it on your chest, man. How you feel about the? I told you, you can score on the Ravens defense. I know, but job, I mean, look, listen, Ojaba was hurt half the year. We don't know how he's gonna look like with uh, Dolphin on the other side. Um, we're calling Smith a full year with us. Um. Humphrey uh, now Peters is now Peters he could get signed. Uh, I think he's gonna get signed with Rocket Sin. Cause he better Rocket Sin, man. <laughs> I mean, I like the name Rocket Sin, man. <laughs> um, it's a good name, yes. Like uh, like that, like that basketball player Steve. How you fat, man? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> your name, um, man? Oh, by the way, uh, Ra- um, do a quick news that Raiders um charged or um Henry Ruggs, uh, thirty to ten years for the fatal accident. To be honest, I don't think that's enough. I think he should. I don't know. Yeah. Um, especially for the outcome of his actions, 
That does seem a little light to me. Kind of got yeah. luck. Three to five, three to ten years. So I guess yeah. if he does three good years, he's out, I guess. Three to ten. So it's not like ten solidified years mm-hmm. for a death. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Um, but that's kind of breaking news today that you know the judge came down on that. But um um yeah i mean i mean like you said a lot of optimistic i, I mean i think we're gonna be, be be good i mean obviously we need to fill that role that chuck clark role or fill somebody i think rock your sin will fill that role or um maybe marcus peters are gonna do done um but edc made it seem like simpson would edc made it seem like they're gonna keep Patrick queen and keep simpson like because he thinks they can both be good players they were gonna keep him just pick up the option at least that way you know the fifth year he that would be a prove it type situation if you just pick up the fifth year option and then you tell them you know however you perform we'll either extend you out or we'll just let you walk the fact that they declined it makes it seem like they're ready to move on from him kind of like what jory said yeah, you know if the team doesn't pick up your fifth year option, that means they've pretty much given up on you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it uh, is Baltimore. For all we know, he'll sign an extension next week. Because I, I, I don't know what Baltimore is really going, what, what they're really doing. Because I thought the Lamar situation was going one way and went the other way. So maybe that's what's happening with Patrick <coughs> Right, right. Um, is there any more NFL news we got to talk about? I mean, we covered everything really. Um, up to date. Uh, I'm, oh, Aaron Rodgers of the Jets. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's just so much attention to this guy, and Miss hey, poor Jet hey, fans are it, really sitting this, here thinking this is they're the Miss, speak your piece, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jets fans are walking around like, like they're gonna be in the Super Bowl next year. And I'm just like, have you been paying attention to the last, I don't know, 10 years in Green Bay? That's what you're going to get. Yes, you'll get primetime games because it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He's going to go up against a good defense in the playoffs. He's going to not show up. And then Jets fans will be mad at the world. So, you know, they had his little press conference. Then he did his little workout with the team, which past couple of years in Green Bay, where was he in the offseason? Nowhere to be found. He's hosting Jeopardy. He's hanging out in caves. I mean, it's all a show with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it is a good thing he's in New York. I give it two weeks before the media gets on his nerves and before he gets on their nerves. And I'm just going to sit back and laugh about it. That's that's where I'm at with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think it's a, it's a kind of a, a, a kind of a big boost. Obviously, compared to Zach Wilson, I mean, obviously, it's a big upgrade. Um, to be fair, um, they got Lazard. I mean, they got basically the right receiver that he wanted. Well, not all of them, but well, not yet. I mean, yes. they got everybody short of Randall Cobb. Odell. But, oh yeah, well then Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb you, you, you can get Randall Cobb. Any, I'm sure nobody's knocking down Randall Cobb's door at this point. Huh? True, they can get true. him week before preseason. Plenty of time. 
But yeah, I mean, they got Garrett Wilson. I mean, it's, 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 they still got a young core and Bruce Hall coming back from injury. Um, Until Aaron Rodgers writes all of them off. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm trying to see what how, how the Jets do. Uh, I know that's your division with uh, Patriots and, and I'm Miami. Not even and... worried about them. Not at all. Uh, I'm more worried but, about Miami and Buffalo. Oh, the Bills. Yep, the Bills. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll we'll end the NFL talk. We're coming up on an hour and ten in, in the show, so we'll switch to the NBA. I'm excited. Um, so I guess why, why not? I'll, I'll stay your question because it's a good question for the tonight's show. Um, uh, who was the most the biggest disappointment, or disappointment, the Bucks, or you had Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Um, do you want me to go first? You want to go first, or go ahead? Yeah. I think the biggest disappointment out of those teams was probably the Bucks. Um, I'm sorry, Brett. Um, I know Giannis was hurt like a, a game or two, but um, I, mean, I don't know how the hell they lose to. I mean, I was. I'm not, I'm not knocking anything off of Jimmy Butler. He's he's probably the only one that's yes I like on that team. Um, Kyle Lowry kind of was. We all said that uh, how he shoots and how he plays. Um, but how the hell like do you have Drew Holiday? I, I know Chris Middleton's kind of shaky when it comes to like or consistent about you know shooting, um, which he should be a good shooter. Yeah. Um, Brooks Lopez and Giannis. Um, how you lose technically 4-1 um might as well get the brooms out um mm-hmm. at that point um the reason why i picked them over the grizzlies is because i knew like it was going to win that series um i didn't think it was going to be a sweep i i think that Grizzlies were going to win one or two to be fair to, to give them credit but i knew as soon as dylan brooks opened his goddamn mouth um you know Braun didn't have to say anything. That's not why the Lakers won. No, it's not why they won, but, I mean, it gave LeBron more fuel, of course. I mean, he didn't – that's why he never – that's why he didn't respond to him. a random dude in Dylan Brooks to give him fuel. Like, no, but I – it's not – that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I, saying that, like I, – I know what you're saying, but I'm just like, I don't think you Dylan do know Brooks what I'm saying. <laughs> any way in any of this. Dylan Brooks is trying to play a character that he – can't handle the responsibilities of. That's it. I mean, they won that series because the Grizzlies are the harder. first shooting team in the league. Yeah. They can't buy a bucket. Like they were relying on John Morant to hit threes. And if John Morant's your best three point shooter in the series, you got problems. Give him all the credit. I've said if John Morant could become a consistent perimeter scorer, look out. He becomes unguardable. You know, Desmond Bain did all he could. I'm not going to put any blame on Desmond Bain at all in this series. But Luke Kennard, Dylan Brooks, um, with Aldama, guys like that, what did they do? Jaron Jackson, underwhelming. That's why the Grizzlies lost that series. I- I'll let you continue. I just wanted to say that. Because I know Dylan Brooks is, you know, topic of the week because, yes, he opened his mouth. He bricked some threes. Well, plenty of threes he bricked. And now 
He's a free agent, and I don't know where he plays next year. I could not even think of a prediction right now. I don't know where he goes. Yes. Uh, as, uh, as Brett said, Adams and Clark being out, like, they yeah. were behind, they were behind the eight ball in this series to begin with. I still picked them before the series because I thought we we're going to get a big Luke Kennard series or a big um, – I thought Luke Kennard and Desmond Bain were going to be big from the three-point. I thought Jaron Jackson, they put him in pick and roll. He'd pop out, knock down a couple of threes. That didn't happen. I, yeah, Xavier Tillman, it's probably unfair to him, but – this is gonna sound crazy, but I played 2K, made a character, played on the Grizzlies, and Xavier Tillman was like one of the worst people in the game. So looking at him, I'm always like, "How's this dude in the league?" And then I watch him against AD. Come on, man! Like you, you a big body? Like do something. Throw a clothesline. Do something. I mean, do do something. He didn't do anything in this series. Who tells? Yes. Yeah, Tillman, yeah. Tillman and, and you know Jaron Jackson were just underwhelming. So that's why they lost it. But I mean, like I said, you know, continue on with the Lakers because they, they Yeah, yeah, I was a, Yeah, I mean I was gonna say I was gonna focus just to focus on the next first topic. This is like the reason why I, I put the Bucks over the Grizzlies is because mm-hmm. like they were the Bucks were number one seed. Um they got beat by like a what eighth seed or seventh seed. Um, yeah, seed so yeah. I, I mean I I give props to Spolstra for keeping that keeping that team under wraps. Um, you know, like level headed. Jimmy Butler went off. He had a spectacular game. What was four game four? I think when he went off, uh, he had that crazy layup and that and one mm-hmm. to like kind of close his door in the game. Which um, he I'm sorry, that pushed off. That was as blatant as I've seen. I mean, but, but the Bucks the that in that game, the Bucks had so many opportunities to like take mm-hmm. the lead in that game. With uh with the call that I think with the call bef- like way before that happened, it was a call where uh it was a uh, it was um was it the butler screen and then they it, it was called out of bounds and it should have been heat ball. It was like inverted like ten like whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, like so many missed shots, like late in the fourth quarter, um, missed free throw opportunities. Uh, let me pull up Brett's comment. Thank you, Brett, for being active in the chat, man. Uh, appreciate that. Let me put your comment up there. I read it. Um, outside of the Bucks, I think the biggest disappointment was the King shooting. Uh, Barnes and Hunter or Herder completely dipped in just overall rough shooting. Um, yeah. So. That off there, um, yeah. So that was that's why I put them over the. I mean, yeah, yes, the Grizzlies were number two seed, so kind of was the Lakers kind of did upset. I would, I mean, I guess you would say since they were the seventh seed, I guess. Um, but yeah, the biggest upset was probably the Miami Bucks series. I, mean, I thought it was, I'm, I thought it was gonna be Bucks, 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 Knicks, and the Bucks gonna sweep the Knicks. Um, but to be honest, but I know Giannis was hurt. Couple games and he had that back spasms or back sprain, um, but um, yeah, I mean, do you agree with 
over Bucks over Grizzlies for the biggest disappointment, or do you see um, the Grizzlies over? No, I I do agree. The Bucks are the biggest disappointment, and as Brett also put, oh, Brett, it um, exposed Coach Bud as Bucks deserve to lose. Looking missed shots. Yeah. Oh, and they had timeouts to use too, and then use those either to Luden advance the ball. Holzer is an overrated coach. And remember, before the Bucks won that title, Bud was probably going to lose that job. And then they win it all. It gave him a couple of years grace period. He's just mm-hmm. not that good of a X's and O's, you know, sideline type guy. You watch him most games, he's kind of just standing there looking at stuff. I I don't need that as a coach. Yeah, give me something. I mean, you don't have to be Nick Nurse because – you know, he complains about like literally every call, although Nick Nurse, maybe he ends up as the Bucks' next coach if they do decide to move on from Budenholzer. But, you know, you look at the coaching matchup, you knew Spolstra was the better guy going into it. It was just a matter of could Giannis will this team enough, even though he shouldn't have as much responsibility on his shoulders in Giannis. Mm-hmm. You have Middleton. You got Portis. You got Lopez. You got Drew Holiday. Pat Connaughton. Like, you have really good um, – Grayson Allen, depending on what you think about Grayson Allen, you have guys who know what to do. Yet, against this Heat team, like Miami looked like the more physical team. They were the more consistent team in in critical situations during the game. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if I want to say that maybe people were overrating Milwaukee. I just think it's the whole coach, Bud. He he didn't do enough to put this team in better situations. Because even at, in the closeout game, when they had the ball late, do you know what play they were running where it ended up in Grayson Allen's hand? You know, he, he up-faked at the three-point line. He should have pulled up but he decided to keep going to the hoop and, you know, time ran out like that stuff that when you see that, you're like, is this team well coached for that situation? And I think that all falls on coach, but yes, Giannis being hurt definitely doesn't help, but it's also the infuriating thing about Jimmy Butler in Miami. <laughs> like you almost see like, they, they don't care about the regular season. They just yeah. wanted to get into the playoffs, and now they've turned it up a level to, you know, if I'm Milwaukee and the Bucks are the, I mean, in the Heat or the eighth seed I get, Miami's not a normal eight seed. Like, they, they're, they're probably like a six seed, maybe. I'm sure the Bucks would have loved to see in the Heat, I mean, not the Hawks or, I don't know, the Raptors. They probably would have loved to have seen that. But Miami, with their their structure and, and all that, they're, they're a much better team than your normal eight seed. Look at the eight seed in the West, Minnesota. That place is a train wreck right now. Miami, you have Jimmy Butler, and everything kind of falls in line after that. And, Jory, I completely agree with you. That's why I keep telling Jets fans, yes, you got a big name in Aaron Rodgers, but – Come talk to me in 
December and January when you need him to show up. Well, I said, wait and see. I don't want to hear about Rodgers or Lamar until September to me. Oh, my God. Well, good luck with that because I'm a Lamar fan. So, Look, hey, if I'm a Jets fan, to... hey, if well, I'm not a Jets fan, but if I, if I was a Jets fan, I would rather have Lamar over, Lamar over uh, Rodgers. So, yeah. I mean, they can both win you games, but I mean, with youth, uh, just just want the name because in New York, Rodgers is gonna sell. I was gonna say sell newspapers like people read those anymore, but. Just use the term. Rogers is gonna sell. Hey, Jory, you might have to slap. Like you might have to slap me. Ads, in the, do all that. Jory, like you might have to slap me in the face because I'm gonna say Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Like, I'm sorry, you might have to slap me in the face till I turn white. Jory, because... Jory, look, I, I'm gonna sympathize <laughs> with you because I agree. But with this dude over here, every episode yeah. Lamar will be a part Kyle, of the topic. What are you gonna do, Kyle? You, you in Atlanta? I'm in Jersey. What are you gonna do about it, bro? <laughs> I Take don't a have to do anything about. It. I'm gonna be here to keep it real about Lamar when you come up here with your Lamar is the best quarterback of the AFC. I'm gonna be here and be like, nah, he's not. See, all, just by this... me saying that, look, look at, look at, the, look at how you react. You like, oh, no, no, well, now, well, now because obviously, I mean, the AFC has gotten better with quarterbacks with Burrow, uh-huh. Dylan, and Mahomes, or Oz, Lamar, uh, Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's fair to say that the NFC is. I mean, obviously, there's. I mean, it's kind of open right now with the NFC is weak, and Rodgers I mean, couldn't even Hertz, cut it there. Other than Hurts, I mean, maybe maybe Jones can get you rushing for fucking hundred yards. The NFC makes Kirk Cousins look like a, a god, top right? five guy. <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy is like a top five guy in the NFC right now. Brock Purdy. Hey, hey, Dory, if you're still watching, I'll trade you uh, Dobbins for Mark Henry. Or not Mark Henry, uh, Derek Henry. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want him. He, Man, he's you're trying too. to fleece people with that one. I mean, Dobbins they're both – I mean, the, Dobbins is better, but he, no, they're both injured. Right? No, no, no. No way Tennessee takes that. Yeah, see? He's she more knows. realistic than Freddie with Daniel Jones prediction. <laughs> uh, Brett's like uh, he's more realistic than Freddie with Daniel, his Daniel Jones prediction. Uh, Jory says, "Hell nah." <laughs> Said what? <laughs> From Tennessee, in Baltimore, calls like, "Hey, you want Dobbins? I'm hanging up." I'm What's playing. Dobbins gonna do for me? Just keep your injury, uh, injury prone Derrick Henry, his foot injury, or whatever. Uh, Derrick Henry will can at least is get even on the fight. Is even if Derrick Henry played only six games, <laughs> is a good I'm chance he probably gets me 1200 yards in six games. Well, how yeah. do you well, like, I, are you getting the like the Nick on the bottom of the corner because are you like you're getting them before me? Are like are you popping up on your screen too? The comments. No, I see them in the little uh, comment section up to the side. Oh, okay. All right, all right, cool. Cause I, I feel like you're reading them before me. I think, but I mean, I'm getting them like on my screen. They're coming up on the on the like kind of the little bot thingy that you told me to box, get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm getting the little. Yeah, that but, chat but, box is is like a couple of seconds delayed. As but, the but does the comment show up like on the live stream? The comments or do I see those? Yeah, the chat box will pop up on 
on the live stream. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just want, uh, it's just, but like, sorry about that, fans. I'm trying to just get used to this whole melon. Uh, I, I can mm-hmm. still over the StreamYard from StreamYard, but, um. Uh, See, Jory said you're spewing nonsense. I'm blocking the number, huh? Now you're spewing nonsense. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, what, what else did you say? Another comment popped up. Jordan is hating on Henry's injury history as Lamar, as a Lamar fan. Ironic. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I mean they're both injury prone. Um, but I mean, but obviously well, now, Lamar. Now you gotta look at Jordan's other <clears throat> message. She she addresses the injury prone. Uh, injury prone. A broke foot in 2021, and he a day near had 2000. Um, near two thousand all-purpose yards this past season. All right, Jory. I mean, I'll give you that. I mean, because no one else was, was touching him at the time with rushing yards as a running back. So, I mean, he 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 deserved that, right? He 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 deserves that that stat. I mean, I who mean, else was? They don't call him King Henry for nothing. The wife's calling Dobbins King Dobbins. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm sorry, man. I kind of was. <laughs> you know what? Cock it. Get the hell off the show. Distract. I mean, hey, that's my time. <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. Um, I mean, no one's calling your QB, uh, King Matt. <laughs> I'm not the one throwing out Dobbins and Henry being comparable. And like, hey, Mac Jones will be fine. Okay. Bill O'Brien <laughs> will, will, will have a system in place Guardian, and he'll uh, Brett's like, uh, what do you think about what do you think the K stands for in JK? <laughs> I don't know, Brett, you tell me. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, y'all, I'm like, like, keep the conversation going, y'all, in the chat. Um, we're kind of gonna stick to the NBA. Um, that's an NBA. Uh, so what? Um, um second question. Um, so what? What's the best second round series in your opinion? I mean, obviously, um, <clears throat> the. Um, Suns are up 2-0 on, uh, uh, I'm sorry, um, Denver is up 2-0 on the Suns, um, game two, or series two, uh, the crazy game that happened last night, Philadelphia and Celtics, actually Philly's up Mm -hmm. (laughs) 1-0. My, sorry, (laughs) Pop. Um, my, <laughs> I mean, I, I picked Boston in six, so Miami is up one zero on a New York Knicks. Knicks Heat will be the best overall series. I I think it could be. Now the Jimmy Butler injury, yeah, it's kind of. Little I I shaky. hope it it doesn't you know necessarily take away from the series because I look Knicks Heat back in the nineties was must watch TV. Maybe this is a rebirth of that rivalry. So I do think that's probably going to be the best second round series. You know, 
Denver Phoenix could still turn into something. I'm interested to see tonight with Warriors Lakers, like what that looks like. Because in my mind, I could see where the Grizzlies fell short in perimeter shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, Golden State has plenty of perimeter shooting. Right, right. So well, that could, uh, mm-hmm. well, that could well, create. Well, like, well, like Gene said on the money show, like, like the. Well, back in the day, they they Clay was it was Steph and Clay, like the yeah. the Splash Brothers, right? Um, I mean, I, I mean, obviously that, that that before the end, the the both. I would say for any other player, career ending injury with Achilles, yeah. and then the or ACL first and then Achilles. Um, but Gene, like Gene said, um, I think that, um, like the Warriors use kind of Clay. Obviously, if they're still shooting. Um, purposes, but more for defense um, purposes because he's a big body shooting guard. Um, and I think, well, he was like two for 11, like in game seven. Like, I mean, well, I, mean I feel like he can find a rhythm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think the, the Lakers can make it tough on him too. You know, where the world, we'll see. Here's the we'll thing. See. That I still say about the Lakers. The Lakers are a good Lakers defensive team. Defense like, is a good interior defensive team. Perimeter wise, they can get lazy out there and leave guys open. That's, that's my true. worry in a series against the Warriors, where if you just completely lose Clay and he gets open shots, I guarantee you he'll have a he'll have a big game or two in this series if they do that. That's where you know Grizzlies completely miss the boat. Like all those bricks from Dylan Brooks. A lot of them were wide open. If he were a competent three-point shooter, the series looks different. But he's just a guy out there running his mouth and throwing up bricks. Man, I know yeah, Zion ain't. I know, I know Zion ain't talking, man. <laughs> Zion can't shoot, so Zion wouldn't even be taking them shots. You know what Zion would have done? He'd have got that ball, three went, dribbles, went to the rim, over somebody and dunk on somebody. Dylan Brooks ain't doing that. Dylan Brooks kept shooting these threes like he was Steph Curry, and somebody need to tell him he's Dylan Brooks. Be Dylan Brooks. You know, if you want to cheap shot a couple of guys, do it. You you want to be a villain, do villain things. Don't be a villain and try to, you know, play on the perimeter like you like you some skilled guy. You're not a skilled guy. You are in the league for physical purposes only. Right. Um. So, like, who do you think? I mean, I, well, I'm not sure if you answered it, but um, like, who's your best second round matchup? Like, I mean, obviously, we're kind of like, kind of like a game or two into the couple series. Yeah. Um. So, who do you want to see? Or I'm mean, obviously, I mean, I'm excited for obviously tonight to see what game one is has to offer. Yes. Um. Two heavyweight teams. I mean, obviously with Curry and Clay and LeBron and AD. Um, obviously, a new look Laker team with you know uh, Russell and um, Vanderbilt, so a more young players. Obviously, got the Knicks and Heat, um, Celtics, Philly. I want to see. I mean, like G- uh, Jeremy said, and like Brett have said in the chat, in the Sports Empire chat, that you know there has been a talk that Harden has these couple good games in the playoffs, and he kind of like settles down, like. Some that's, soda. Why, that's why I'm Some not soda. stressing in game one. But, but then he who got knows? one of those good games out of the way early. 
Well, who knows? Right. Who, who knows if 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 MB comes back in game two? They, they, they Ooh, Mr. Balenciaga, he's not playing game two. To Joe Embiid, he's not playing game two. You don't think he's playing? No. Since they won game one, he's not going to play game two. They're going to wait, give him extra days, play so him game three. Worst case, he go back to Philly one one. Who cares? I don't think he plays game two. Yeah. I think Reed kind of fulfilled that role good last night. Like, he kind of stood his ground. Can he do it um, again? I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about Reed. I, so I'm, so I'm not stressing it. Um, so I'm not stressing it so much. I refuse to watch ESPN today. Because I know they're overreacting, and if I watch it, I'd probably lose it. But I'm, I'm good. They'll be fine. So um. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, who do you – what teams do you have winning each series, this next series? Like, who do you have going to the semifinals? I've got – Or conference finals, I mean. I've got Knicks in seven, Celtics in six, Nuggets – well, I think I had Suns before the series, so hmm. after what I've seen – I'm going Nuggets in six. I mean, you can still have. I mean, they can. I mean, they can. No, they still got Durant. You know, Chris Paul kind of has that growing now. So yeah, it's it's the Chris Paul injury sweepstakes bound to happen at some point in the playoffs. We've got it now. I mean, the the only way I see the Suns beating the Nuggets, Booker and Durant are probably going to have to score about 75 points a game between between the two of them. If you can guarantee that, maybe I could see them winning it, but you know, with the Nuggets already up 2 I think the thing last night's game was a game they should have won to like turn the series around. Right. And now Denver's going to Phoenix. Cuz like, it was a back and forth game like it won in Phoenix. It was a good game. I mean, last night it was mm-hmm. back and forth and then Denver just pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I I just think Nuggets in six right now, and then I think I think it's a sweet, I think it's a sweep to be honest. Never sweep. I don't see it. I think Phoenix gets one in. in well, now with Chris Paul injury, I I think it's a sweep. I feel one of those games in Phoenix, like Durant and Booker, is just going to go off, and Denver's just going to deal but with still, it. Who's going to? I mean, who's going to? Who's going to guard? And well, obviously. I mean, Porter um, didn't really show up yesterday, you but yep. campaign. Hello, oh, I can't stand him, so I don't care. Um, yeah, if Chris Paul can't go, they they are seriously in trouble. You know, the worst case, you just say campaign, you run around, you chase Jamal Murray, make it tough on him. Can you at least do like, that? The Nuggets are they're in a Position because I mean, obviously, Murray has recovered from his knee, he's more yep. like the fresh player. Um, Michael Porter Jr. is kind of coming back from injury, like he's kind of like finding himself. Um, Caldwell Pope, <laughs> I mean, he's doing his thing. I mean, so I feel like Denver has more firepower. I mean, obviously, with KD and you know, Booker, you still have those two one, one, two combo, you know, players. Mm-hmm. Um, got a comment. Joy said they're gonna rest and yeah, beat. they're they're not That's playing and beat in game two. There's no chance. Doesn't make sense. But, uh, Although you know, he, for 
for the LCL. He was over there dancing around late, but yeah, he's not playing game two. Yeah. Um, say? Yeah, I, I do agree with Phoenix probably has maybe the two best players in this series with Booker and Durant. The problem is Denver's coming at you with Jokic, Murray, Porter Jr., Gordon, uh, KCP, Jeff Green, who, look, Jeff Green's going to be 75 dunking on people in a nursing home. Like, that that guy does that every playoff run. You know, they have pieces to throw at Durant and Booker. Where you're looking on the other end, they can't cover all these guys. So either everybody on Denver completely slumps at the same time, or I think Denver takes the series. And I, I feel okay with that because a lot of people were questioning Denver coming into the playoffs. Like, you know, Jokic, back-to-back MVP, can't get out of the first round, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think Denver's going to be in the Western Conference Finals. So that should solidify Jokic as an MVP player. There's a good chance if the Nuggets get past the Suns that the Nuggets should be in the finals. You know, they'll have to go up against, you know, Warriors or Lakers, which could pose some issues, but I would still give the Nuggets the advantage because of the depth that they do have on their team. So, uh, yeah, so I, mean, Warriors, I, Lakers, I, I have Warriors mm-hmm. in seven. For two games, seven. Hmm. Um, I mean, Jory, yeah, Jory does have a point. Um, when it comes to the Suns, really, they have no chance, but they have no bench. Um, like you said, they trade away uh, Cameron Johnson. He's on the Nets. Dallas is like they're they're like that big stretch that well, they needed to shoot. I do want to say I don't understand why. Terrence oh, they Ross do have Terrence. Play. Yeah, that's a good point. Terrence, Terrence Ross, Ross and, um, is a walking bucket. Too. Yeah, Warren. Yeah, but, but Terrence Ross and is he a can, bucket. Yeah, I don't understand why he doesn't play. And te- I mean, TJ Warren, he can give you a couple threes here and there, like in. Well, I mean, based off what they lack on the bench, those two guys should be playing minutes. I don't right. understand why they're not playing. Yeah, I consistent. think uh, the dude Chris in our chat was like, I don't know why Monty Williams is not, is not playing them. Um, like, what do you know. have them for? I don't know who else is on maybe, their bench. Maybe, that, maybe that's a change for games three and four. Maybe we see those guys. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, are they are they are they hurt? They, are they they're not hurt? I mean, uh, this is undisclosed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going yeah, on with them. Um, but I have. Did they argue with Monty Williams and he's punishing them? Like, I don't, I don't get it. This. Uh, Stick around. The matchups are pretty interesting because, like, we got the Heat and Knicks. Um, Butler's injury could hurt the Heat down the stretch. Think of how long he stayed out for. Um, Randall should be coming back. I think either tonight or maybe the next next game. Um, and um, they need Brunson to step up. Brunson to step up. So I think yeah, I'm gonna. Brunson had a rough game. Man, I, I want to go with Heat because Butler. Um, but I don't know. I think I might go. I might go Knicks in seven. I think they're going to seven. I kind of want to go Heat just to see Stephen A. melt down. But. <laughs> um, Denver, I'm going either 
I'm going with sweep or I'm going they're going to win it in win it in five. I think, like you said, they might win a game. Uh, Phoenix might steal a game in Phoenix, and then, um, and I think uh, Nuggets could win it, win it, win a game in Phoenix, and then win it in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. okay. And then and, uh, the, the last series is Lakers and Warriors, right? Or no, no, Philly and Celtics. Sit, sit, Depending on if Embiid comes back or he will come back, like throughout the series, it could change things as far as what they do. Because Embiid's like, you know, I, I think she said we all know, or they they will announce the MVP. I think tonight. Um, I, I believe that's what Gene said. So, um, but I'm going because the Celtics have the better players as far as Tatum and Brown. Um, they gotta use uh, Frank, or they they have to use White White more. I agree because he's a good shooter. So I, I feel like Celtics and I feel like that's gonna go to another seven too. So I'll Celtics and seven. Um, and then I think the last series is is Lakers Warriors, right? Um, I have Lakers. I have Lakers in I have Lakers in six. Um, but it could go to a seven. Um, about that? I thought you'd come with like a Lakers in four, and I was about to say, oh man. Lakers sweet, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Um I'ma say I'm gonna lean towards either Lakers in six or Lakers in seven. It's gonna be a good series. I mean I'll probably change it. It'll probably it'll probably It'll probably okay. change my decision after game one to see how it goes. Um, nah, you got to lock in a prediction now. Well, Lakers and six, that means that, say, Lakers win tonight. Warriors win two, that's game two. And then it goes back to L.A., that's game three. They, they win that. So it'll be three. It'll be two, one, right? Mm-hmm. And then they win it. That'd be three one. And then they then maybe I think words win. That'd be three. See, so I think Lakers and I think all right. Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven. Okay. I think it's gonna be a tight series all the way. Um, I mean the words have the I think the better offense and the better shooters, but Lakers have the better defense on like interior defense and. Um, I think Ham has a plan to guard the, the perimeter, um, especially with Vanderbilt on the team. He gives that length. Um, yes, I'm going to make her seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm watching game one to see their perimeter defense because I've seen plenty of times where I mean, you, you can't just kind of you can't just kind of I mean, you sink can't, into the lane and then they stay well, like, there. You can't, well, like, you can't just judge a you have to watch maybe one and two, games one and two, to see the defense. Because you just judge I've seen this all season from the Lakers. That's what I've seen all year, where people are like, oh, Lakers have this great defense. No. They have a great interior defense. They beat a lot of teams who can't shoot from the perimeter. Well, I'm pretty sure they have a game plan against the Warriors and Clay, And I'm pretty sure they have a game. And I think I think they have the another player is Wiggins, man. He can go off, too. So there's another player who can shoot the three. Um, so 
But as far as big men, that's going to be a good matchup. Uh, Looney and, and AD, but I think AD has the has upper hand um, a little bit. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's not going to be a, a, it's not going to be a sweep either way. Also, at least Looney's going to be around the rim. Yeah, that's true. Jaron Jackson at times wasn't even down there. Looney lives down there because that's all he's going to give you. So I do think that's going to be a, a, a better matchup to watch. He and Davis fighting on the boards. Uh, Brett, okay, let me pull up his comment, his comment first. Uh, so he said that um, the bubble TJ Warren is a top five player in the NBA history. Oh, him and Ross not getting a run is odd. It is odd. It really is odd. And then the second comment he made... Knicks in seven, Celtics in six, Nuggets in five. I'm jumping off the song. What's your prediction for Lakers Warriors, Brett? He has Warriors in seven. Oh, Warriors in seven. Oh. All right, well, I'm going against the odds. I'm going Lakers in seven. Well, we knew you were going Lakers. It was whether it was seven or four for you. Well, I know they're going to. Well, it could be. I mean, it should. No, nah, it's not going to be a sweep. It's not going to be a sweep. Who knows? Who knows? There's Bobby, I'm going sense. to be safe. I'm going seven, like it's a seven or like, but huh, I'm not gonna go six, six or seven, but I'm going seven. I think I'm gonna go to distance. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, I guess that's that's the end of the show. And like, do you have any uh, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? No, like I said, I'm paying close attention, Warriors, Lakers. And I'm going to count how many open threes the Warriors get. Everybody got to keep and a I'll notebook right, and keep count. I'll be right there in the chat, like, open three. Boy, it's open a three. Ten, I think it's at 1030, right? Yes. I'm assuming it's the late game tonight. 10 o'clock. Because Miami, New York is 730. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a good show. Um, you know, got you know, but uh, the NFL dropped over. Mm-hmm. Um, teams are still not done. They're getting their you know free agents, so you know that's gonna be up until like week one, um, of the season possibly. Um, and, you know, got NBA playoffs second round. Yeah. Um, Pirates play the Rays in baseball. Which, if you stumbled, you know, from under a rock looking at the baseball standings, those are two of the best teams in baseball. Which, who had that in their, you know, preseason predictions? And the Yankees are in last place. Had to throw that in there. No, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I do play you in fantasy. I, so I haven't even paid attention to my fantasy team this year. I just... gonna get rocked. Uh, are you gonna huh, rock rock your sin? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was a good show. Um, for sure, for sure. Uh, I'm thinking I did an episode Friday just, 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 just to talk about you know the Lakers games and stuff, and, you know, talk about pre uh, do a post post show on the Lakers, um, Friday, um. 
I mean, you got a um, a new logo coming out for Twitch. I think it's already up. Um, and now if you want to get a, a, a podcast shirt, you know, go to my Instagram link in my bio. I know Brett has one. Um, if you go to my link tree on my bio, go to the online store. All the merchandise is there. Um, if you want to subscribe to the channel, much appreciated. Thank you, Jory, Jory um, for subscribing to the channel. Um, I appreciate all the followers, man. And I appreciate Kyle for you being my co-host, man. Like, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate, I think, I'm thankful that I asked you to be my co-host. Um, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be back Friday, man. Um, the fresh episodes. So I want to, I want to, I want to push out like two episodes per week, like my old schedule. So two days are Fridays. Okay. Um, so we can kind of have something fresh and then more fresher. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back on Friday, but enjoy the games tonight, everyone. Lakers, Lakers, Warriors game one, second round. Then we got the second round, second game of the Knicks and Heat tonight. And yeah, uh, we are out. Oh, I'm Jordan, the host of the pot. Jordan Jolly, host of the pot of the JJ Sports Talk Show. I'm my co-host Kyle Edwards. And then with that, we're officially officially out. All right. <laughs>